Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning back in. We're going to pick up where we left off for the part two of our conversation with Pastor Paul Cross, talking about all sorts of things like Jonah and the, and the big fish and uh, Jesus and the resurrection, all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, enjoy part two. It's part of the deal. So, all right, so we we got that covered. We got that covered. So what about... Like a cheap suit. <laughs> so that reminded me of another question. Yes, sir. In the Apostles' Creed. In the Apostles' Creed. We confess that yes, we, we believe that uh, Jesus was crucified, died, was buried, and descended into hell. Yes, it's correct. It does. You are correct that it does. We do confess that. Yes. yes. So if he was dead for... Three days. Yes. But he went to hell, descended into hell. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how, do we, uh, how do we reconcile this? Okay, well, first of all, the, the, the big problem here is uh, with uh, what is it to descend into hell? I mean, for most of us, hell is the place that we want to keep out of. We, we have a decided aversion for this, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that hell is a, a place of torment and so forth. And, yeah, and We don't like that. We don't like that, and furthermore, uh, our understanding of hell is forever distorted by a book other than the Bible. Dante's uh, Inferno, uh, yeah, the the Divine Comedy, mm-hmm. uh, which is it has Paradise and, and Inferno and, and Purgatory all kind of rolled into one there, and the, the picture of the Inferno in uh, Dante's Divine Comedy uh, probably has colored the afterlife far more than the Bible has. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's where people get a lot of their understanding of these sort of things culturally, at least in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, we, we tend to forget that there's a, a whole other world uh, surrounding the Pacific Rim. And, uh, but, well, it's true. I mean, as I said, we tend to forget these sort of things. Mm-hmm. But from a Western perspective, the idea of the afterlife is heavily covered, colored by that. Uh, so uh, with, with that in mind, uh, I think it's important for us to understand that Jesus' descent into hell was not a function of punishment. Uh, uh, we need to understand that as we go through, let's go through the steps. It says mm-hmm. this, says, uh, sorry, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and an earth, uh, in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. Then he goes on to say, uh, he descended into hell. Uh, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father Almighty. From thence, I love the word thence. We don't say thence anymore. <laughs> we don't. Thence, hence, and whence. Uh, do you know what that's about? You know, if I might have a digression here. Yeah. Hence, thence, and whence are vestigial elements of the once upon a time when English was an inflected language. Uh, much in the way that Spanish and German and all those and all the Romance languages and all the Germanic languages are inflected now that have the little things on them that, that let you know what part of speech they are and so forth. English once had that, and hence, thence, and whence were a, a vestigial element of that. I just like saying. I, I thought element. I thought they were the crows from the the cartoons. 
You know, hence that. No, that's Heckle and Jekyll. Oh, that's Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah, and, and they're magpies, not crows. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to let you know, there is a <laughs> there is a biological difference between a crow and a magpie. Just, they, they might be related. They, they, they might be, but they're but they're not crows. They're magpies. Gotcha. Uh, absolutely. Let's be clear about that. Uh, these are important things we talk about. <laughs> Uh, nevertheless, uh, uh, so we get the gospel story in there, we right, get, right, right smack in the middle, right? We, we do it here. Now here's the thing is that there, there are, are five steps here, uh, going to, of Christ, what's called Christ's humiliation. The first step of his humiliation, oddly enough, we don't think about it as a humiliation, but, uh, he was conceived by the Holy spirit. Well, he mm-hmm. actually is becomes flesh. He was born of the Virgin Mary. Step number two, he's born. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. Uh, that's a humiliation, uh, was crucified. That would be certainly. Uh, qualified as a humiliation, and then he was dead and buried. That would be a humiliation. Now, uh, the next step that he takes is he descended into hell. Now, we think descend, that's a step down. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's the step up in his exaltation. It's the first step in his exaltation. Now, we need to be really, 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 really clear about something here. Whereas we have the <coughs> notion of, of Christ not Christ, but of, of hell being a place of punishment and torment, Jesus did not go there to suffer torment or punishment for uh, any. Jesus had already won that victory over uh, the, the punishment, so we don't need to see it that way. As a matter of fact, we should not see it that way. I've even heard alleged Christian, Christian teachers suggest that Jesus uh, went to hell to be punished uh, for our sins. This is not the case. It's uh, nowhere will you find that to be true. Uh, so we just need to be uh, abundantly clear about that. Uh, so uh, uh, with with that in mind, uh, this the ascent from heaven is, uh, I mean, pardon me, descent into hell is the first step. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, kind of what you've got going on there. That's, uh, uh, by the way, uh, some people... Just because they don't understand this, uh, they're, they're, they, they tend to shy away, they, or they say it's not biblical. Uh, the, the biblical warrant for this is found in First Peter. First uh, Peter chapter um, 3, verse 18 says this, For Christ also suffered once uh, for sin, the righteous for the unrighteous, there is the great exchange, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but being made alive in the spirit. Now here's the part. And this gets a little bit kind of crazy, uh, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formally did not obey when God's patience waited during the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which, that is, uh, eight persons were saved, brought safely through the waters. So, um, this idea of Christ preaching uh, uh, to the p- spirits in prison, then picking up again in verse uh, uh, six of chapter uh, of chapter four, says, "For this uh, reason, for this is why the gospel was preached even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh, the way people are, uh, they might live in the spirit the way God does." So you have this idea that Jesus went and proclaimed the gospel uh, in every place. Now, this is not without its problems. There are many. Like, who on earth, What? what is this? Well, who are the spirits in prison, and what does Noah have to do with the, all this sort of stuff? Kind of mm-hmm. makes you want to scratch your head and say, what's going on? <clears throat> do we want to walk down that rabbit hole? What, do you want to walk down that rabbit hole? I could. I, I, I'm, I'm up for it. Let's go. All right, here we go. This, this my friends, is our, this is, 
Pastor DJ's copy. I, I, I went into his office while he was gone. Because I, I, well, I, well, here's the thing. It's too I, late now. I knew that he would have it there. And, and this is the red one. Look at that. This is the It's red. well worn, too. Uh, Dell? Hey, Dell. This is the uh, Fortress edition, the, 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 original, <laughs> the original, the the tappered edition of the Book of Concord. Sorry, Dell, it's 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 not the the triglotta. So so, and I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing that right. So all my LCMS, uh, I don't have any LCMS friends except for Dell. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, sorry, Dell, just want you to know I still care about you. But it's not the not the Concordia triglotta. This is the 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 Fortress tappered version, not the most recent uh, one that was done. Uh, the blue book. This is this is the red one. This is the one that that uh, that the Apostle Paul used. And uh, <laughs> Dell, you would find that funny. I know they're not thinking that's all that funny. In the formula of Concord, uh, with regard to the harrowing of hell, uh, by the way, which is the technical term of what we're talking about here, that Christ is the and the harrowing of hell. Uh, if we're going to get comments about that, I'm sure. Uh, it says that this is uh, Article 9 in the uh, a Solid Declaration of the Formula of Concord. Uh, it says this, Different explanations of the article of Christ's descent into hell have been discovered among some of our theologians, just as among the ancient teachers of the Christian church. Hence, not thence, hence, Hence, we let the matter rest on the simple statement of our Christian creed, to which Dr. Luther directs us in the sermon that he held in the castle at uh, uh, Tor- uh, Torgau. I guess that's Torgau. You know, I'm not, I'm not big on the, all these. DJ would have said that word without hesitating. In the year 1533, you know, I wonder if that's on tape. Um, <laughs> Well, it's certainly not on, on, you know, not on disc now because, no. as I said, they didn't have that technology back then. They might have had tape back then. Cassette, uh, Cassette. maybe, maybe eight, eight track, track. or reel to reel. One of the other <laughs> it could, could be reel to reel. Anyway, uh, I, it says, "I believe in the Lord uh, Christ, God's Son, who died, was buried, and descended into hell." End quote. Uh, herein, the burial, the burial, burial, and the descent into hell are differentiated as distinct articles. And we simply believe that after the burial, the, and I love this line right here, the entire person, God and man, descended into hell, conquered the devil, destroyed hell's power, and took from the devil all his might. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I mm-hmm. vote for that. Yeah. I, I think that's a cool thing. Now, I love what they say next. This is why I like being Lutheran, man. I really do. <laughs> I love being Lutheran. We are not to concern ourselves with the exalted and acute speculations about how this occurred. I love that. Exalted and acute speculations about how this occurred. With our reason and our five senses, this article cannot be comprehended any more than the preceding one, uh, how Christ uh, has been made to sit at the right hand of the almighty power and majesty of God. We must only believe and cling to the word. There you go. Mm. Uh, when we shall, uh, when then we shall retain the heart of this article and derive from it the comfort that neither hell nor the devil can take us or any believer in Christ captive or into his harm. There it is. End of conversation, right there. That's in that's in the book of Concord, there, friends. Uh, but but again, I, I like what it says there. You know, we don't get a. You know, it's fun to speculate about how the world was created. Mm-hmm. It's fun to speculate about. It. You know, we have a great old time, and that's all right. But here's the thing: we don't 
confess the mechanics of God's creation. We confess that God created as a function of the Word. The Word says it, so therefore we have trust in the Word. We don't discuss the mechanics of the uh, Lord's Supper, the how, how is Christ present in, with, and under the bread and wine. You know, we, there are all kinds of people who get uh, crazy about that. And uh, who, who knows? As I said, we accept it by faith because the Word says it. Mm. You know, we don't get it all up. And the same is the case here with regard to this. You know, as to the when, the wherefore, and the so forth, we're not all that uh, upset about all that sort of stuff. So, uh, well, we can't, and people do get upset about it, but yeah. to say, uh, basically, it's just the promise that de- the devil and death have no power over us, and we can be confident of that because the word tells us this. Because uh, the gospel had been preached to the dead. I like that. I like it too. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind it, as I said. It, it's, you know, uh, people, uh, again, the whole idea of the word descend, that bothers people. Mm-hmm. And the word of hell, that bothers people. And just because they don't know the meaning of harrowing hell, that just sounds even even more evil. Like it yeah. should be on some spooky movie. Oh, right. We're going to go harrow hell. Yeah, it's the, yeah, the 31 days of Halloween or yeah, whatever. Something like that, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I saw those movies when they first came out in the theater. I, 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 long ago, a long time ago. Just the first one. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> No, that's good because uh, there are a lot of those kind of things that we just we don't get. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all in all in one, yet yet uh, separate. Yeah, said the book. Cool. Yes, I like that. Absolutely. Good. What else do we got to cover? We got more covering. Do we have more to do? I don't know. You tell me. We got time. I got got all kinds. Dana, how you doing? Are you holding up over K? Yeah, I'm doing good. Any questions? Any 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 time opposing time for uh, equal time for an opposing point of view? I don't have any questions. Oh, wow, good. Well, here, uh, here's one that, that you sent me earlier. Okay, I sent you earlier. The salvific power of baptism? Yeah, tucked away. Yeah, this is one that kind of, this gets people really wrapped up around the axle. This one really gets people going, and I love talking about this one because, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, people often talk about uh, how are we saved and so forth. Uh, that's, let me get to my good notes on this one. Oh, there it is. You have bad ones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got some. Oh, I got all kinds of <laughs> Between these two things, talking about uh, Jesus preaching uh, to the dead, or, you know, and so forth, uh, mm-hmm. we have this wonderful little little passage right here. Uh, and I love this passage because it's it's amazing. It drives people nuts. Um, uh, you know, uh, the <laughs> uh, why I like the ESV, actually, uh, is it says this pretty clearly in uh, the above said Second Peter, where it said uh, First Peter, excuse me, First uh, Peter chapter three, uh, talking about the the, uh, uh, the spirits in prison because they uh, formerly did not obey when God's patience waited during the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which a few that is that is eight persons were brought safely through the water. Now this is what it says next: baptism, which corresponds to this now saves you. Well, you know, isn't it faith in Jesus that saves us? Mm. Isn't it we're saved by grace through faith? How come that Peter says, and again, my favorite uh, uh, response to people who say such things is, you know, that, that somehow this must be different in the Greek. I like to point people to the New American Standard Bible, which of course is the the one book that lots of very conservative folks like to point to, especially those of the more uh, hardcore Reformed and Baptist uh, types will uh, uh, will will point to this and say, "Well, what does it say there?" Well, it says it even more plainly in the the, the New American Standard: "Baptism now saves you." 
well, how does baptism save you? That's kind of a crazy thing to think about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does say this, as I said. Yep. This, this, I, I did not make this up. No, it's, it's in there. It's in the and, book. Uh, it, it is in the book. Uh, uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, uh, we have uh, <laughs> baptism do it being a correspondence or an antitype, a, a type of something that corresponds to a foreshadowing. The foreshadowing here is, of course, the story of Noah and being saved uh, eight people. Uh, we were to traipse into the uh, sanctuary uh, today if we wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the back, and I don't know why it's tucked. Well, I suppose it's not aesthetically pleasing because it doesn't match the rest of the uh, uh, furniture in the sanctuary. In the back, there is a baptismal font from a church that is, I think, no more. Uh, I believe it was Salem Lutheran. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the back, there is a, a white baptismal font that has, ever count the number of sides on that white baptismal font? You who have moved it a number of times there? octagon. It's an octagon. There are eight sides to it. Uh, if baptismal fonts, in fact, are uh, uh, geometric in shape, not necessarily round in shape or some other odds, typically they will have eight sides to them hmm. to be remembering the eight people who were saved in the flood on the ark. That's hmm. why they have that. You can look it up. It's the, it's the case. Uh, but that's not necessarily biblical and so forth. Uh, the, the big question is, is that the waters of the flood were a type of baptism, or shall we say an anti-type, and uh, uh, the flood was God's means, even though there was destruction, there was salvation in it. But God was the one doing the salvation stuff. Uh, uh, baptism uh, talks often talks about uh, uh, the idea of baptism, uh, including repentance. Uh, if you take a look at Acts chapter 2, Verse 38, uh, baptism is paired with the idea of repentance. If you take a look at Mark chapter 16, uh, verse 16, baptism is paired with belief. Uh, If you take a look at Matthew chapter 28, uh, verses 18 through 20, that's the Great Commission, baptism is compared with discipleship. But most of all, uh, baptism is uh, (laughs) misconstrued as a punctiliar act. I like that phrase. Punctiliar? Punctiliar. What does that mean? Punctiliar, a point. A one-time deal. Okay? Mm-hmm. I like to point out, that, now I'm going to put this guy in the spot over here. He's, he's going to score him here a little bit. Who's this? Uh, that would be you. you. Me? Yeah, you. Uh, uh, no, I, 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 I don't have her permission ahead of time. So this might be somewhat problematic. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this might be somewhat problematic. Uh, you have a woman in your life by the name of Tabitha. Is that correct? That is her name. Yeah, that is her name. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when were you matrimized? I was just curious. October twenty seventh of two thousand one. October twenty seventh, two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, did you just show up uh, one day? Now, where were you matrimized at? By the way, uh, here in in Fargo. In Fargo, yeah. at a particular place. Uh, yeah, well, Hope Lutheran. Hope Lutheran Church. Mm-hmm. That was Hope North or Hope South. South. Hope South. South yeah. Did you just happen to show up that day, wandering down Twenty uh, Fifth Street, and just sort of say, "Oh, there's a door open here at this church. I think I'll wander in." And there is a woman there at the altar. Uh, did, did you just sort of just wander w- in like? Waiting that? there for me. Which is what, was was that what happened? No, 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 no. no, no. There, there was there was some. Uh, yeah. Was there some affection ahead of time? Uh, oh yes, yes, okay. yeah, yeah. Now that was great. Now, what was the day like? Was it a nice day? No, it was, it was cold and windy. Cold and windy. But I'm talking about inside. Oh, inside. Yes, and, it was beautiful. And and how did your bride look? She looked beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. she was great. And uh, and and when you were done with that day, 
uh, you probably went back to wherever you did your honeymoon. I won't go ask for the details or anything <laughs> like that. And, and then you, then you, you sort of uh, 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 sat down in the comfortable chair and said, uh, uh, Tabitha, would you mind uh, handing me the remote and popping me a beer? Uh, and, say, I'm, I'm, I, and then say, man, I'm glad that's over with. I don't think that ever happened. I don't think that no, ever happened either. No. I'm pretty. I'm, it was a long time ago, but I'm, I don't recall. I'm, I'm reasonably confident that that did not happen that way. I, I, I'm pretty confident that that is not how this happened. Right. And uh, let me put it to you like this: uh, uh, anybody that uh, has been married for more than a week understands the following: that marriage does not equal wedding. Hmm. Marriage does not equal now. Uh, now there are lots of different wedding practices throughout uh, the, the human uh, experience. Tons of them, mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons. Uh, different ways that we become engaged. Lots of different experiences. Yeah. But there's typically some sort of covenantal ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of w- whatever this might be, and that identifies this couple as being married. Mm-hmm. You understand that. Now, the ceremony is not unimportant. Don't get me wrong, but it does not equal the relationship. Mm. Anybody, any fool that thinks that, bap- that, that that wedding equals marriage and marriage equals wedding is precisely that. They are a fool. Uh, and again, the, the uh, analogy I was, uh, uh, was meant to look foolish. Uh, uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, there are lots of people who think that baptism equals the ceremony. Mm-hmm. It does not. And let me turn us to the great passage in uh, Romans. My Bible typically opens up to Romans, not this Bible, but uh, my other Bible. Well, it did. It opens up to Romans chapter 6. Uh, Romans chapter 6, this is what Paul says and teaching on the whole idea of baptism. Paul says this in chapter 6, verse 1, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How uh, can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus, now get this very carefully, were baptized into his death? (coughs) We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the glory of the by the by, raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, now this is the part where I want you to hear. We too might walk in newness of life, for if we have been united with Him in a death like His, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like His. Now, uh, uh, how do you go about walking? What's 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 walking look like to you folks? Mm, one foot in front of the one other. One foot in front of the other. This is an active thing that's going on. Is that mm-hmm. not that not correct? Yeah. So some, there's something about baptism that has to do with walking in newness of life, not being stationary. It's an ongoing process. Mm. So people have this uh, deluded understanding of baptism as being something that's done. A one-time a deal. A one-time deal. Uh, I don't, I've often referred to it as the 
splash and dash or the dunk and run, <laughs> depending upon. Yes, I did say that. Uh, uh, I, I did. This is she is truly getting a baptism of fire. She today. is. She's just over there dying, uh, not knowing what's hit her, thinking that how did I sign on to this organization? Well, she didn't. I no, thought she... I was going to go work for a, a Christian church or something like this. I thought they would be all holy and sit around singing hymns all day and not like this guy. Uh, so in any case, I thought you meant this particular uh, oh, setting right now. This, no, oh, it, but yeah. As yeah, I said, the, the, I, I, yeah, she yeah. she was she was dragged in kicking and screaming. Actually, no, I think yep. she <laughs> that did happen. That did happen. Oh gosh, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you can thank your friend Sarah for this. <laughs> I already did. You already did. She probably <laughs> little texts going out there. It says, are there are there are there little emojis that have uh, eyes with daggers through them? Like, if not, we should invent one. <laughs> you're, make one you're, doing, you're, you're a graphic artist type guy, gal. You, you go for that. All right, yep. absolutely. I keep banking on this thing. I'll break the equipment here in a second. Uh, you you know how that's done. Go make, make, make that emoji with a dagger in the eye. There you go. Uh, in any case, uh, 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 that's the one thing. But there's another, there's a great grammatical thing. It says, uh, uh, we too, okay, we were buried with him. Okay, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall be united with him in a resurrection like his. We with him, we with him, we with him. Over and over again, there's this connection we have been identified with Christ in baptism. And that is how baptism, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's what God does. And, and we need to understand that uh, baptism is a lifestyle, a lifestyle of faith. And the most important thing about baptism, it is not a ritualistic washing. It is a identification. We're back to where we started of the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus' death and resurrection. That's how we started this podcast, and that's how it works. So that's what uh, Luther says this. And again, DJ, I'm, I'm taking away DJ's thunder here again, is, which is my, my duty and delight. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy doing it up to the point of sin. Uh, uh, it, it's true. Uh, here, here's what the catechism has to say about uh, uh, baptism. What is baptism? Uh, Luther responds, uh, the sacrament of baptism is not only water, but it is water used together with God's word and by his command. There we go back to the word of God. It's mm-hmm. not just that. Okay, what benefits does God give in baptism? In baptism, God forgives sins, delivers from death and the devil, and gives everlasting salvation to all who believe. And then the skeptic scoffs and says, how can water do such great things? And then Luther writes, St. Paul writes in uh, 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 Titus uh, 3, he says, it is not the water that does these things, but God's word with the water and our trust in this word. Water by itself is only water, but with this word of God is the life-giving water which gives grace and the new birth through the Holy Spirit. And then the quotation of uh, Titus chapter 3, verses 5 and 7. And then uh, what does baptism mean for daily living? It means that our sinful self with all its evil deeds and desires should be drowned through daily repentance and that day after day a new self should arise to live with God in righteousness and purity forever. There you go. That's the catechism stuff. That's cool. Now, there's more? There is more. Because oftentimes... glasses just came off yes my, my dear departed mother love my dear departed mother my, my 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 dear departed mother was not of a lutheran persuasion she was of another christian persuasion that necessarily did not believe in infant baptism and uh she once uh, held my uh, and, and and i don't know why she did it like well, i do know because she was trying to needle me i think uh she uh she uh, she was from a christian group that believed in 
uh, people being born in innocence. Mm. She held up my first son and uh, said, uh, how can there be any sin in him? He said, just like that, not knowing. <laughs> Let me give you a list. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, First of all, uh, let's talk about infant baptism, because mm-hmm. the first thing is, is that nowhere in Scripture is infant baptism forbidden. You would think that the, in the uh, pursuing uh, 2,000 years of the discussion of infant baptism, if this were to be forbidden, you'd think that the Bible would say something about that. You, mm-hmm. would, you would think that. Number two, uh, in uh, Luke chapter 18, verses 15 through 17, shows that even uh, infants were brought to Jesus. I love this line because Luke was a physician, and he describes uh, in the word brephos, which is the Greek word that's used here, is an infant that still has the afterbirth on him. Kind mm. of very graphic sort of thing. Oh, yeah, really. No, they, they come out that way. I know, but they do. <laughs> they, 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 they all come out that way. I mean, nobody, no one, you know, even Jesus came out that way, you know, they, with the afterbirth and everything. That's just, it's, it's a mammal thing. It's a mammal kind of thing it's, it's, to, to happen that way. But yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm, just science. It's just science. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, but uh, it, the, the children, that's how small that they're bringing him uh, to, to bless. Uh, Acts chapter 16, verse 33, uh, has the entire household of the Philippian jailer being baptized. Everybody's in there. Uh, in baptism, number one, the action is, not number one, this is number four, excuse me. Uh, the action is on God's part, not ours. Uh, number five, nowhere in nature, this is the part I love. Nowhere in nature is the relationship of radical and ultimate trust, i.e. faith, so evident in that a human infant toward its parents. You ever think about that? If for a longer period of that being's life is totally reliant upon an adult of that, say, typically a parent, for sustenance, otherwise it would die. Mm-hmm. A number, uh, whatever it is, uh, uh, it has a strong peril, baptism has a strong peril to the covenant of circumcision. Compare Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 through 13, which is mandated for infants, by the way, which is a good thing. I, I vote for, uh, if you're going to do circumcision, infants the time you want to do this, because that's something you really don't want to remember. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm confident of that. Uh, a number, whatever. Uh, it has been documented practice of the church since the post-apostolic era. We've been doing this a long time. Uh, uh, next, and this is the part that Joel uh, 2, 16 says that <clears throat> infants are called to be sanctified as a part of a congregation. People often wonder, how can an infant participate in the covenant? Joel says that it can. So uh, there is, uh, you know, the silliness that it's not biblical to baptize infants is is precisely that. It's silliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do understand um, uh, how uh, people don't take baptism seriously. That I get. But again, that's the dunk and run and the splash and dash. I mean, both sides of that argument uh, have that problem. Uh, but be that as it may, it's related to this. It's salvific because it is a uh, typology of Christ's death and resurrection that we have been united with, and that in is how it's salvific. So there you go. Cool. Cool. I like it. All mm-hmm. right. Fun times. Dana, how was it? <laughs> Good. 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 Including the cornball jokes? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it convinced me. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know what my dad, the sergeant, would say. What's that? There's, there's a place for those who bear false witness. 
Only he would not have said it quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, cool. Excellent. Um, so um, if anybody would like to, I'm, I'm going to wrap us up. Please. It, all please. right. I'm done talking. I've talked uh, a lot. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, if anybody would like to uh, 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 find a place to worship, um, you could join us here at Atonement Fargo. We're at 4601 South University Drive in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, or you can find us online. You can go to atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, or go to YouTube and search Atonement Fargo. Um, and uh, um, that is the program for today. Uh Paul, would you mind uh, praying us out of here? I know you've done a a lot of talking already. Sure, we can do that. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for your word. And Lord, let us always find the foundation of what we believe in your word and nowhere else. Uh, Your word is a light to our path. Uh, Your word is uh, living and active. Your word can be, is trustworthy and true. Uh, We give you thanks for your word. But help us always to realize that your word is a reflection of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is the living word. And help us to trust in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Paul, thanks for being here. Dana, thanks for for filling in. You're welcome. All right. For Dana Mashevsky and Pastor Paul Cross, my name is Ryan Janke. And join us next week for another riveting episode of That Podcast.